Hey, this is John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire. You're listening to my friend, Ash Roy. Welcome to the Productive Insights Podcast, where you can learn how to systemize, automate, and scale your business via the internet. To access previous episodes and useful productivity tips, go to ProductiveInsights.com. Now, here's your host, Ash Roy. Welcome to ProductiveInsights.com. This is Ash Roy. When you decide to take your business to the next level through good quality business coaching and actionable online strategies, head over to ProductiveInsights.com and book a free 30-minute consultation with me. Hello everyone. Today I'd like to invite an entrepreneurial artist who's established a thriving business in the video creation industry. I met Ryan at the Superfast Business Live conference in March 2015, which is last month, where he presented some great insights around how to create engaging videos that help customers make purchase decisions through the power of story. Ryan is the founder of dreamengine.com.au and is here to talk about the critical role that video plays in businesses today. Welcome, Ryan. Thank you, Ash. It's great to be here and great to talk to you. Great to talk to you too. Ryan, you're a true gentleman and it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Let's talk about why businesses should consider video as a critical part of their content strategy and how you have helped businesses to really take their business to the next level using video content. Okay. Well, that's an interesting question because, you know, most of the conversations that I have with businesses, they are approaching me and they're already convinced of the value of video. So I guess it's rare for me to be having a conversation to say, this is why you should consider video and and these are the positive elements. Um, But I guess if you think about it as um, as a consumer, as someone who goes online, do you enjoy watching videos? You know, is that um, an enjoyable way for you to gather information? Absolutely. Is it an, an immersive way? So um, at the very least, it's nice to have the option when you're going searching for information. If you want to watch video, that channel's available to you. If you want to read text, that's available to you as well because mm-hmm. there's times where you, you might not want to watch a video, but you'll want to get the information maybe in a quicker sort of way. But when you think about the different ways that information is, de- is delivered, whether it's audio or video or text, there's something about video which um, is inspiring, it's enlivening, it's immersive, it can be exciting, um, and it draws people in. So it's a very powerful way to communicate. Um, but the thing that I like most about video is it's a very powerful form of proof mm-hmm. because I you know, I'll often talk to people about the idea that in marketing – you can make whatever claims you want, but uh, you need to be able to back that up. You need to have proof, and video is a very powerful form of proof. Okay, that's a very interesting point. Could you talk a little bit more to that, how you feel video is, is a much more powerful form of proof as, say, compared to audio or uh, written content? When people are in the buying process, they have two things going on. Yeah, There's sort of like a feeling of, Hope on the one side and fear on the other. So if you think about, um, you know, put yourself into that situation, maybe you're about to hire a tradesman to renovate your bathroom or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you've, you, know, you might have seen a little bit of his work, but and um, you, you're starting to think about how nice your bathroom's going to look once it's done and how much you're going to enjoy it and how impressed your friends are going to be. And, you know, you're really hopeful that this process is going to go well. On the other hand, you have these fears of, well, what if it's, 
goes over budget? What if it doesn't end up looking the way that I thought? Mm-hmm. Um, what if this person is unreliable? What if he doesn't turn up on time? All those sort of things. So um, what you're looking for is proof to back up your choice when you're going for the sale. So um, when I'm buying something, I really just want to be reassured that I'm making the right decision. Mm-hmm. And that's where proof comes in. Um, so for instance, you can use video to interview um, customers who've you know, undertaken a similar process who are really happy with the results. I could watch a case study video about someone just like me who's hired this tradesman and they've renovated the bathroom and it looks fantastic and I can see it, I can hear them talking about it, I can hear them talking about the experience and each video like that adds a little bit more proof or I might see the company speaking to me, answering frequently asked questions, Uh giving me a lot of the information that I need. Because sales has changed, um, people are going online and doing their own research before they're talking to you. Uh These days, people are talking to you far, far later in the buying process. So you need to get online and meet them and connect with them and share information. And video is a great way to do that because it's like the next best way of them getting to know you, um, them actually seeing you on video. Yes, I have to agree with you, Ryan. You know how they say a picture says a thousand words? Well, I guess a video says a million words. I think the whole experience, there's an audio experience and then there's a visual experience. So two of your senses are being engaged when you're consuming video and it's far more irrefutable when you're watching a video as compared to reading something that's been written or listening to someone describing how well their bathroom was done up after this particular person worked on it. And I do think each form of marketing and each channel is legitimate in its own way but there's something about video that carries a lot of weight there's something about video that brings things alive you know that really makes things Mm. real there's something about you know seeing and hearing and using all the tools of video editing music emotion Mm. pace um which can you know connect with people in a deeper way than any other form of communication yes i remember the videos you shared with us at superfast business It was very powerful. I think you made a very good point about pace and emotion and music. All these things can really engage the audience and, as you said, make it a much more immersive experience. I think that makes it very clear as to why businesses should consider video if they haven't already done so. Let's talk about what role video plays in businesses' success in terms of marketing. Maybe you can... If you have any case studies or any examples you can share with us about the before and after with video, that would be fantastic. Something that's really important to think about that often people get wrong or production companies get wrong is they put too much focus on the actual video itself and not enough on how the video is going to be used. So it's really important right at the start to spend a lot of time in pre-production doing an analysis of who the audience is, what message is going to connect with them. Uh, and what action they're going to take. Mm-hmm. Often people you know, will be thinking something along the lines of, I hear that video is a really powerful um, marketing tool, and I also believe that now it's vital to have video on my website. So we need video. Um, they, they think more about video is powerful, video is successful, you know, we need video, rather than actually looking at the strategy. So that's you know, the first mm-hmm. step is to think about, firstly, is video going to be appropriate because it's not in every case? And then actually break it down to what type of video should you be creating? What should the tone of the video be? How long should it be? What do you need to show? And 
what call to action is the video going to have? So that's a really important place to start. And then also think about distribution. It's not just a matter of putting the video up on your homepage or mm -hmm. putting it up on YouTube and expecting that, that that's going to drive a lot of traffic. It's important to think about where is your audience? How can you get the video to them? Will you distribute it by email? What's the email going to say? What's the subject um, line going to be? And how are you going to track the success of the video? How are you going to use um, video analytics? And then how are you going to adjust your strategy? So video is an ongoing process rather than just this thought of let's get a video and put it on the homepage. Do you see what I mean? Absolutely. Some great points you've made there, Ryan. So I've just been taking some notes here. So it's about understanding the strategy behind the video. It's about understanding how you're going to distribute it. It's not enough to throw it up on your website or on YouTube. It's about doing analytics so you can learn as you go. It's about understanding your audience and then creating something that your audience is going to consume and finding out where they're going to consume it. Correct. Because, you know, we're talking about this idea of what role does video production play in a business's success. And it's really important to go a little bit deeper than just thinking about having the video as the end product. So sometimes there's just a danger in making assumptions that, you know, if you make a video, then um, away you go. Um, often that happens with YouTube. And I'm not sure why there's an expectation that people think if they make some videos and put them on YouTube, they're going to drive all this traffic back to their website. And um, it often doesn't actually work like that. It's almost like someone thinking, if I um, become a musician and play in a band, I'm going to be you know, wildly <laughs> successful and, and, and get a big audience. YouTube is a little bit like that. You know, mm -hmm. most, um, most videos that go up on YouTube get very little attention. And a lot of videos on YouTube drive very little traffic back to the website. So um, it's important to be aware of what video strengths and limitations are. And I think that the best way to be successful is to be really targeted. So move away from the idea of just creating a one-off, all-purpose, homepage-style video and start to think about using video in a strategic way and using a series of videos each video just doing a different job. So you might have a video which is just all about grabbing attention and asking and, and answering frequently um, asked questions. Mm -hmm. um, you might have a video case study which is about when your customers are in the sort of evaluation stage of the sales funnel and looking for proof. That's the type of video that they want. And then you might have a different type of video for the end of the sales funnel where you're making people an offer or you're talking about a limited time or you might be um, upselling or you might be um, reinforcing people's buying decision. Think about making different types of videos mm. at different times of the sales process. And that brings up another interesting point which is the various types of videos you can create. You touched on some of those. You've got content videos, event videos, training videos, case study videos. Does that cover pretty much the whole range of videos or have I missed any? There's probably a few others and you know, we've mainly been talking about um, sales and marketing videos here. But um, as you mentioned, training videos, are, you know, we use a lot of training videos in our business and it's such a great way to document the systems and processes in your business. Mm -hmm. So. Training is probably an area where a lot of businesses fall down and they don't invest enough time and energy, um, maybe because they think that it's difficult. But um, the amount of time and energy and money that a video can save 
just by documenting processes, you don't actually have to have a person delivering that training. And then the other aspect is that it's really uniform. So um, a great place to start is just to look at all the main processes in your business and document them. It doesn't actually have to be through using a camera. It might just be through screen capture. Hmm. Um, so training is, is a, an important one to look at. We've talked about case study videos, um, testimonials. You mentioned events. Mm -hmm. So if you are having a live event or you're speaking at a conference, for instance, think to yourself, how can you leverage that? So you're spending all this time and energy preparing a presentation. If you document that, you can share it. Um, you can break it up into segments and share it via email. You can put it on YouTube. You could package up the content as a product. So um, when you are putting energy into something, think, can we use video to document this? Mm. Customer, you know, case study videos is, is another um, really important thing to look at. If you are working with a client and they're really happy, it makes sense to actually document that process and mm. share it. Mm. Absolutely. I work with a gentleman called Henry in the Philippines and whenever I create any new process or even when I'm doing an existing process that I want to hand over, I only do it once. I just use ScreenFlow to record what I'm doing and I just share the link with him on Dropbox and that's it. The process has essentially been documented. Perfect. Yeah. And that's a classic example of how video can actually be quite simple. It doesn't have to always be uh, you know, filmed through a camera. Mm. And it's very powerful because if Henry has any challenges, he can always go back and look at bits of the video and sure, it may not be perfect, but then he can just come back and say, hey, I didn't understand this part of what you're saying. And then I might either re-record it or I might just clarify it depending on how much more the video is going to be used. But in cases where for example, I want to publish this podcast, there's a whole lot of steps that are involved, you know, converting the file from a ScreenFlow file to MP4 and then making it MP3 and then uploading to Amazon and then publishing to iTunes via WordPress using the Blueberry plugin. All that is documented and I only need to do it once and then that's it. I, if I want to share that process with Henry or anybody else for that matter, it's just a case of sharing a link on Dropbox. We've done the same thing with our standard operating procedures. And what we've done is for each one, we have a video, uh, we have a text description, and we have a flowchart as well. Because I think different people learn in different ways, but also some things might be learned better through video, and other things might be learned better through reading a step-by-step -step process or just having a flowchart to refer to. So I think it's worth having a few modalities there as well. Good point. Okay, I'll definitely think about that. And another great tool is rev.com, spelled R-E-V.com, where you just send the video to rev.com and they do a transcript for you charged at a dollar per spoken minute. Yeah, we use rev as well. And uh, I, mean, I think the point there is that once you create video, you can create other types of media yes. out of it. And so you can get more value out of it. So you can transcribe it and have the text only. Um, and it, it just makes a lot of sense um, you know, once you're doing that, how can you um, get the most value and leverage out of that content? Exactly. Good point. I didn't clarify that when I said it before. But yes, when you have a video, you send it to rev.com and then you end up with a written transcript as well. So you don't have to transcribe it yourself. So yes, video can be repurposed. It can also be repurposed into a podcast if you keep that in mind when creating the video and you don't just assume people can see a screen. You can also create useful audio content. So you end up with three modalities of content. Correct. Great. So we've touched on the different kinds of videos. We've touched on why video is critical to a business. 
let's talk a bit about how a business owner can get started with video marketing if they haven't already done so. Okay, well, sometimes small businesses don't always have large, you know, budgets to get started with the video production, and there's lots of different ways to do it. And there's, um, you can get started with a production company depending on the type of video for not a massive amount of money. But sometimes small businesses like to actually do this stuff themselves, and it's just important to think about, you know, before you do that, uh, the amount of time and energy and money that you're going to be investing to do that, as opposed to someone else doing it mm -hmm. and whether you are sort of naturally predisposed to doing this type of work you know does it come easy to you is it going to be a drama and, and a hassle and a stress to skill yourself in video but it totally can be done and there's a lot of resources out there teaching people to you know film videos on their iPhone and and that sort of thing and I think if you do the stuff really well there's no reason not to as a small business operator, particularly for videos like social media videos, um, internal communication videos, things where the production values don't have to be really slick. Mm -hmm. At the same time, you know, if you're doing things like creating a video for your homepage, you know, product videos, marketing videos, it's really important to be realistic with yourself and ask yourself, um, am I able to produce sufficiently high production values or am I actually undermining my brand by putting yes. content out there that's not fantastic. So it's, you really have to have a, a good think about that. Um, I'm not saying whether people should or shouldn't do that, but it's, it's really important to evaluate this stuff and work it out for yourself because um, if you do end up creating video that's not great quality, then all the work and, and money and time that you've invested in your branding and your logo, your website and you know, everything else that makes up your brand can become diminished. Um, you know, talking about that uh, renovation um, idea, mm -hmm. I um, we had our laundry renovated and I uh, spoke to the guys. It sounded great. I saw um, some photos. Their, their work looked good. And then I got on their website and watched the video, which was a homemade one. And I came really close at that point to actually cancelling things wow. because it, it um, completely undermined them. And as it turned out, we went ahead and, and the work was great. But just think about the effect that any piece of content that you you know put out there. So you know, once you've thought about all that stuff, then I would say, um, if you do decide to do the stuff yourself, then look at buying a product or joining a community um, somewhere where you can get a lot of support to do this. If you decide that it's going to take too much time and too much money to skill yourself, then it's time to look at hiring a video production company in the same way as you'll hire a web designer to do your website or a graphic designer to create your um, logo and corporate identity. Absolutely. Some really important points you made there that I'd love to draw out. One of them is make sure that the video you create does justice to your brand. And if it doesn't, you're only going to hurt your brand. The second point that you made that really stood out for me was you're going to pay for it either in time or in money. If you want to become as good as Ryan Spanger in creating videos, good luck to you. It'll take you about five or six years at least, or you can just hire his expertise. That's right. I mean, it's also, as a, if you run a small business, it's also about just shifting your mentality a little bit to thinking about if you do want to grow your business, um, how are you going to do that? Well, it's about leveraging the expertise of other people. So often when people are in small business, they might be doing things like 
drafting their own you know legal agreements or creating their own websites and it can be just a little bit of a small-minded mentality that's really going to limit your growth. Mm. At the same time, I understand that when the funds aren't there, then you need to find a little bit of a balance and work out, well, what's the most important thing that I can be investing in right now? Mm. Um, but I do think it's important with any piece of public-facing marketing material that you put out there to be you know, really proud of it and to feel like it's actually doing the job that it's meant to. Yes, and it's going to do your brand justice. Exactly. Okay, so let's move on to challenges that people typically face when they're getting started with video marketing. What have you seen are the biggest challenges people face and how have they best overcome them? The first challenge is having a clear idea of the background of really who your audience is, um, what story you want to tell, um, focusing in on one particular thing rather than trying to do like a catch-all one video that says everything. Um, really understanding what's going to motivate your audience to take action and what that message is that's going to drive them to the next place. So it's really about initial uh, research and creating a plan. And th so that's in my um, video production company, that's part of the role that we play because businesses don't always know these things and often you're kind of too close to the coalface to actually um, have perspective. So it's important to work with someone who can help you to work these things out, who can help you to get a little bit of perspective and focus and work out what your actual plan is. So that's probably the initial um, main challenge that people have. Mm -hmm. um, another big challenge that people have is getting in front of the camera and really that's just like learning any skill. When you watch presenters on TV, they make it look so easy that it gives us like an unrealistic expectation that it's just going to happen. But it's the same as any skill, like learning, a, learning to play guitar, for instance. You know, it's just a matter of actually putting in the hours and practicing and then getting feedback, actually playing the video back and watching yourself and mm. realizing what things you can improve. Because we have all these mannerisms that we're not really aware of. And when you watch yourself on video, you'll start to notice these. So it's a matter of practice and trial and error and overcoming that feeling of self-consciousness and the more that you do it the, the more confident you're going to get. So there's some themes that are really coming through now in our discussion. One is understanding your audience, understanding the strategy behind the video before you get started and that can often be the biggest obstacle. The other is really getting good at it and practicing with it and the most important one to me is it's a little bit like a doctor can't really diagnose themselves because they don't have enough objectivity and in fact it's unethical for them to practice medicine on their families for that reason in the same way creating video for your business in some ways can be not a good idea because you're too close to the business to be able to understand how to approach the video and how to do it from your audience's perspective it's that's quite a good metaphor i think that you can create video for your business but it's important to do it as a team, it's difficult. I mean, video is—it's hard to do that to do it by yourself. You know, it's a bit of a team thing. So whether it's other people in your business that you can work alongside, um, you need to get that perspective, and you need help. It can be quite stressful doing it all on your own. Mm -hmm. So whether it's working with a production company who do this stuff all the time, and it's quite easy for them, or puzzling it out with other people, you know, in your company, it's. 
it's a lot easier and more enjoyable to um, create video as a team. So teamwork is very important and preferably have somebody who is relatively skilled at video in that team. <laughs> Definitely. You know, in, in small business, you have limited time and energy. So that's like probably the most important thing to think about in small businesses. Am I spending my time in the right place? Am I investing my energy in the areas that are going to give me the most return? And it's the sort of thing where you'll get the best return from the areas that you're best at. You're not going to get a great return from spending time and energy in all the areas that you're sort of mediocre or not so good at and trying to improve those. You know, what are your very best skills and how can you leverage those and how can you leverage the skills and experience of other people mm -hmm. to do the other areas that are kind of not your thing. Okay, so what actions can a listener take if they want to get started with video marketing? One, of course, that comes to my mind straight away is come up with a clear strategy, understand your audience, think about where your audience goes to consume content, especially video in this case. Consider the various kinds of videos. Where you're talking about the analysis, you know, start with the actual challenge rather than saying, I want video, how can I fit that in? Start with the actual challenge that you're having in your business, you know, with a particular product or a particular service or um, something to do with your website. Is, is the challenge about... Um, are you trying to gather um, people's email addresses? Is it around conversion on your website? Start with the actual challenge first and then think, can we use video to address this particular challenge? Right. So let that lead you um, rather than you know putting the cart before the horse. And then I would say, watch videos. Just get on YouTube and do some research. Have a look at um, the sort of videos that your competitors have. Um, look at... I mean, I, I would say look at um, film, look at television and get ideas, get inspired. Okay, that's great advice. Teamwork's important, getting started by watching other videos, trying to understand what challenge you're trying to overcome or the, or the problem that you're trying to solve in your business is critical. Video is not something that is like a blanket solution to everything. You need to consider whether video is a good solution for the challenge you're trying to solve. So there's a lot of things to be considered. If somebody wants to get in contact with you to find out more about how they can use your skills to develop videos, how do they do that? I suggest having a look at our website, which is www.dreamengine.com.au, D-R-E-A-M-E-N-G-I-N-E.com.au. There's a lot of videos and resources there, so it's a great place to start to get ideas because you'll see plenty of the videos that we use to promote our business and the videos that we've created for clients. So you'll see lots of examples of like case study videos, testimonial videos, videos for the homepage of websites, training videos. So it's a great place to start mm -hmm. to get ideas. And there's also a lot of resources there about things like um, if you are filming your own videos, how to improve the quality. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. And by the way, I love the name Dream Engine. It's just the most awesome name. The website is as beautiful as the name is. So yes, I encourage the listeners to check it out, dreamengine.com.au. That brings us to the end of our interview, Ryan. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Ash. It's been great talking to you. So, likewise.
Welcome to ProductiveInsights.com. This is Ash Roy. When you decide to take your business to the next level through good quality business coaching and actionable online strategies, head over to ProductiveInsights.com and book a free 30-minute consultation with me. Thanks for listening to the Productive Insights Podcast. You can find all the links in the show notes below this episode on ProductiveInsights.com. You can also ask questions in the comments section that Ash personally answers. How can Ash help you today?